the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. As Lee said, it's your hour of power. This is where we want to inspire you, we want to educate you, uh, and we want to get you something that you can do today different because that's really what changes. And, you know, when I say educate, I'm not this pompous, condescending, uh, prima donna know-it-all. I like Albert Einstein's definition of education. You know, he says uh, education is not the mere learning of facts and figures, but it is the training of your mind to think, of your brain to think. The, The one organ in our body that does not have an expiration date, the one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate, the one organ in our body which is the battle zone, is the human brain. And so I want you to work it. If you don't use it, you'll lose it. It's called atrophy, and you can stay as agile and young mentally as you want to be, but you got to flex that muscle, leaders. you got to work it. you got to move, move. you got to move, move. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'll be joined by recent graduates of Leadership Awakening, and I want you to consider... You know, as leaders, we should always be under construction. When people ask you what your sign is, it should not be stop, yield, or go. It should not be those uh, signs of the Aquarius, you know, or horoscope, Aquarius, Libra, Virgo, whatever those things are. But really, it should be under construction. Working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. Uh, in the in the corporate world, we call it Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, uh, Lean Manufacturing. Uh, in in the Christian world, we call it sanctification, right? There's three uh, parts to the Christian process. Uh, we're justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, and then all the unfairness, all the troubles in life, all the things that never should have happened because of free will. Uh, God uses those things, Romans 8, 28, uh, to turn us in the image of his son, Christ, uh, because Jesus was known as of sorrows, not the man of joy, not the man of guffaw, not the man of humor, uh, but the man of suffering, the man familiar with grief. Uh, how about you? Are you familiar with grief? Do you know what it's like to suffer? And so in this journey called life, our job is to get better. But you know, a lot of people, they're getting bitter. Boy, it's so close, right? Bitter and better, kind of like butter, right? Bitter, better, butter, right? Uh, are you bitter? And, and we live in a world that wants you to be bitter because anger sells. Anger gets you to stand in line for eight hours. 
angry that you won't be able to get your abortions except in a back alley. Angry that there was insurrection January 6th and America was threatened so vastly and greatly. Angry that you got people out there that are working hard to keep black people from voting. See? All these lies just to get you angry because anger sells. Anger works. But here's the problem. Where does the anger go when the election's over? Yep. Goes to your spouse. Goes to your kids. Goes to the person who cuts you off on the freeway. Goes to your political opponents. Go to those who don't believe in your woke philosophy. Goes to those who won't wear your masks. Go to those that uh, uh, won't become a, uh, you know, won't eat genetically modified organisms, but will mandate that you and them become a genetically modified organism. <laughs> See, it sounds good, but what does it look like? What does it sound like? What does that feel like? And, you know, being better today than yesterday, better tomorrow than today, it sounds good, it looks good on a T-shirt, but how do you do it in real life? And so today, we're going to be joined by a recent guest to lay a foundation for push dents. You know, one of my big clients is the car medic. I told you it's a paint-free dent repair company. Uh, you buy into a franchise, and you pay the money, and you sign up for a brand-new career. And you have partners who basically split up their, their book of business and share it with you as they get you up and running. It's a great business. I'm honored to have worked with them for going on 25 years. And the interesting thing is when they sign up for this, uh, become this uh, uh, car medic to buy into a franchise, become a partner, if you will, uh, they sign up, and they know that they're going to basically be going away for eight weeks of training that – uh, if you're going to see your family, you're going to have to incur an expense to go away from the training center to go home and then come back by Monday morning. So basically, a lot of people are away from their families for eight weeks. And so they show up to my door and they, they, they're like, OK, we're ready to push some dents, ready to learn the process, ready to figure out how to do paint free dent repair. And then they realize there's no cars. And I figured if I could read their mind, I would hear this. Uh, where are the cars? Uh, where are the dents? And if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you've heard me have the uh, car medics on my class after training. I say, you know, they show up and they go, where are the cars? Where are the dents? And I tell them that you're going to be pushing dents first on yourself before you ever touch a piece of metal. And really, that's what I mean by pushing dents. You know, we're all called to be, to be under construction, you know, to be a little bit better. And one thing I learned in the process of leadership development and growing leaders is that leaders remember the right things. And we got to remember the right things. And matter of fact, I go to our manufacturer. You know, if you really want to know how something's made, then go to the manufacturer, right? If I want to know how to work, what works best on my Harley, when to change the oil, uh, what, what speed I should push that, right? I'd probably call a Harley dealer, uh, someone who works with a company that makes them, right? If I wanted to know how my iPhone works uh, or how my Macintosh works, I probably might want to go to an, uh, someone who, who sells and, and works on, uh, on Apple products because they know how they're made. And so if you want to know what our manufacturer believes are really important, I always go to, say go to the Bible. And the two greatest commandments are remember and do not fear. The greatest commandment in the Bible is not to do with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It has to do with remembering. And as I always say, leaders remember the right things. Oh, we have a tendency to remember the wrong things, all our screw-ups, all our shortcomings, all the times we failed, all the times we weren't enough. We remember all that stuff. But do we remember the right things about 
what we have done, about what God has done for us, about what God says about us, about the times we've overcome, about the people in our life that have blessed us, about how many times we thought we couldn't get through it, and we did. And the second thing is do not fear. Matter of fact, almost 365 times in the Bible does God, does our, our Savior, does our Father, does our manufacturer tell us, do not fear. Why? Because we know now epigenetics. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf and Dr. Bruce Lipton have done a lot of work in the study of epigenetics. And Dr. Caroline Leaf said that 75 to 95% of all illnesses that plague us today are a direct result of our thought life. What we think about affects us physically, emotionally. It's an epidemic of toxic emotions. And again, as I say, we have roughly thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And I'm going to tell you, as a man who's walked in the midst of people's minds and their psyches, most of it's not good. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. Matter of fact, did you know this? Research shows that fear all on its own triggers more than 1,400 known physical and chemical responses, 1,400, and it activates more than different, 30 different hormones. So you've got to realize that we're being in a time where we're told to keep a record wrong, keep a pound of flesh, a pound of flesh, to keep every offense. We have the spirit of offense runs us. It's the bait of Satan, and it's torturing us. It's destroying us. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we work on ourselves. That's what I do. And today we're going to talk to people that went into class and realized that they were there to work on themselves. Today we're going to talk about blocks of leadership. Today we're going to talk about things that are holding us back and realize that we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control what happens in us. This is our power. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is our freedom. It is our power. And we got to be working on ourselves, pushing the dents, pushing the fear, pushing the insecurities, because we can be better than this, better today than we were yesterday, better tomorrow than today. That's what we're going to be talking about on Like It Matters Radio Day. So after the break, we'll be joined by guests. We'll be right back. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The Stone Arch Bridge, the St. Paul Skyline, Gooseberry Falls. You can own one of hundreds of iconic Minnesota images captured by award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for half the regular price. 
you'll get a signed 36-inch print of your choice for your home, office, or to give as a gift. Normally $500, yours for only $250. Only five of these special print offers are available. So call the station at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and, you know, I love the week after we do a training because the week after we do a training, I get to call on graduates. And these are people who basically, today's Thursday, so last week, a week ago, uh, these two gentlemen that you'll hear from today met me for the first time. Uh, I bet you neither one of them cared much for me early on, and maybe both of them don't care much for me right now. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? But I don't get wrapped up into what people think about me. I care about what God thinks about me, uh, and I care what I think about myself because I think I'm a pretty good judge of character, including myself. And so these gentlemen showed up last Thursday, uh, and now they're here a week later. Uh, to tell you about the journey that they took and to tell me, uh, to share with you what they learned and why it matters. Because a lot of people in life think that their their life is just the way it is. But part of this is about inspiring you to know that you can change. I don't care how good your life is, it can change. I don't care how bad your life is, it can change. I don't care if you feel stuck or free, it can change. One of the only constants in life is things change. And so let's go to the phone lines. Uh, let's welcome Samuel to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? I'm well, Mr. Black. How about yourself? I'm good. Hey, we. I don't know you by your first name. I know you by your last name. Do you go by Sam, Samuel? What do you prefer? Sam is fine. Sam's fine. Okay. I don't want to sound like your dad. Samuel, get over here. No. <laughs> Just kidding, uh, brother. Just kidding. Depending on where I'm at, I go by both, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, so uh, a week ago, can you believe that, Sam? A week ago, uh, you were getting ready to meet Mr. Black. So uh, you got to tell me, you showed up at our training. Now, did you know anything at all about uh, the training that you were going to go to with me? What did, what did you hear about it beforehand? I knew absolutely nothing, and I, and I tried. I tried to find out, and all I kept getting told was, just trust the process. And <laughs> so I did. I trusted the process. Uh, well, now, now it makes sense. Back. Yeah, now it makes it sense, does, right? Absolutely. Because with a with car medic, you have a process. Uh, and you and I talk personally, and you and I have some similarities from our past, but you also know that God tells you the same thing, right? 
trust the process. Um, And there's a lot of things that we go through in life that aren't just, that aren't fair. You know, I always tell people, you know, if you want to read about Jesus, read about Isaiah 53. Because I think about 500 years before Christ uh, was incarnate, uh, Isaiah wrote about him, a man of sorrows, familiar with grief. And uh, a brother, I think you and I are both could say we were at some point man of, men of sorrows, uh, and we are very yes, familiar with grief. Fair enough, right? Yes, absolutely. So you, be, yeah, so you became a car medic, and uh, you, know, you show up, and, and you're going to push dents on cars and learn how to do it in, a, in an economical way without a lot of work and painting and all that. But you showed up at Leadership Awakening, you realized the first dents that you're going to work on are, are your own personal dents. And uh, that became yeah. pretty apparent pretty quick, correct? Yes, it did. <laughs> uh, honestly, after the first day, I, I didn't know what to think. Um, yeah. We came in, and I was like, who is this guy? Uh, yeah. But again, I was, I was trusting the process, and you know, I, I was keeping an open mind. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the key. Two things I always say, and I pray over each chair in, in between class. I say, uh, Lord, open their heart and open their mind. Because one thing I've seen uh, in 30 years of doing this is uh, a lot of broken hearts and a lot of closed minds. Uh, and it's understandable when some of us go through what some of us have been through. It's hard not to close off your heart because something that's get wounded over and over and over, you protect, you seal up, you, you protect it. Uh, and then some of the things that happened to us and some of the things that we're told and some of the things we experience just blow our mind. And so it's almost overwhelm, overload. And so sometimes we close that down just for our own sanity. And so in this class, you open up both. And let, let me ask you, you know, 48 hours was all you spent with me and, and technically kind of less than 48 hours of actual training. But in 48 hours, tell me, Sam, what, what's different in your life? Oh, my gosh. Uh Everything. Uh, <laughs> I I went in. I went in thinking that I I, I knew what I needed to do, uh, thinking that I was I was constantly growing and, and constantly pushing myself, and I, I learned I was wrong. I learned that, that I have so much more potential that yeah. I haven't even begun to tap. And and yeah. and what's great is now that that training's over, it's really not over. Uh, yep. there's still growing to do. I can still push further and I can keep using what I learned to keep growing and keep going further and keep improving myself and those around me. Uh, yeah. it, it just never stops. Well, and this cool thing, I was reading your report at the end, you, we asked that share your fire, those four questions or those, uh, and it's interesting. They're simple and they're for a reason. Briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. I thought this was so appropriate and spot on. You said, I was in my head, and while I thought I was giving my all, I had so much more to give. I just did not know it. And so it was, yeah. you became aware of that, that unlimited potential that you have yet to tap into, correct? Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't think I could have put it any better than how I wrote it down in, in the in the moment. I mean, that, that really sums it up. Yeah, and, and those are the ways we connect with people. We connect with people with our heart. Uh, and it, the battles in the mind, even God tells us this. There's so many much scripture. You know, focus only on those things that are good and pure. Uh, guard your heart for all the issues of life come from there. Um, uh, um, hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God tells us the battles in the mind. And yet so many of us, we're not even aware that a battle's going on. And so we're losing yes. the battle. 
I want, I'm going to go to the second question. I said, how will your experience at Leadership Awakening affect your life? And it's so powerful. Again, you were so spot on when you wrote this stuff. You said every aspect of how I live life, every decision I make, every person I meet, every word I say, I will use the tools I learned here in everything I do. My life and those people around me will be better as a result of this training. What have you noticed this week since this training? What, what have you noticed about yourself? So I, I've noticed I, I try to listen. No, I don't try. I do listen more. <laughs> uh, Amen. You know, I'm still a work in process, but uh, I, yeah. I listen more closely to those around me, and I, I think a little bit more before I speak. And mm-hmm. when I speak, I focus on, you know, I'm not going to be negative. I'm going to do something or say something that may inspire somebody else, or or if not that, that will at least keep my growth moving forward. And my growth moving forward may inspire somebody else. And, and yep. I do weigh that with everything that I do or say. Uh, and that is, yeah. that is a, a 100% change from where I was a week ago. Well, and because people are always watching. That's one thing I had to talk a long time ago, that people are watching, and they're either using us as an example of what they'd love to be like or what they'd never want to be like. Uh, and that's one of the favorite things I share. I share a lot of poems and stories, and, and one of my favorite things I share is uh, what I saw when you thought I wasn't looking about, you know, kids are always watching, and they're watching what mom and dad are doing. They're watching how they treat each other. They're watching how do things go when things are bad? How do things go when things are good? Uh, you know, Dr. Adler tells us by the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. And, you know, God knew in advance, you're a follower of the risen King. You know, you and I are, are brothers yes, from sir. different mothers. Yeah. You and I have a lot of, a, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. You and I know it's like to fight for kids and lose in custody battles. And if you don't mind, share a beautiful yes. story. You know, God knew in advance that you'd become this training. God knows everything. Uh, and, uh, you had had a little separation from your daughter and God had prepared something beautiful, uh, for when you got out of this class. Would you mind sharing that? Yes, sir. Uh, I actually had not seen or spoken to my oldest daughter since 2007. Uh, I had no idea how to reconnect with her. I didn't know what her married name may be or if she kept her maiden name or or went back to the one that she used that was her mother's. Uh, I didn't know where she was. I, I, I was clueless. I had no idea. And it was it was really weighing on my heart. I, I really wanted to connect with her, but I just didn't know how and i, I was uh, after after the training it, it really hit me hard and day after it really hit me so hard i received a friend request on facebook from her and oh. i don't think it was five minutes after i accepted that request she sent me a message and we spent the entire evening just chatting back and forth oh. catching up uh exchanging pictures I, I i got to see a picture of my four beautiful grandchildren that uh, oh. i've only ever met three of them one of them's more recent, but it was it was just beautiful, and and I'm so proud of her and what she's accomplished in her life, and uh, you know moving forward, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna stay in in contact with each other and and rebuild our relationship because it's it's a shame that we lost that for so long. Yeah, and you can't change the past. This is one thing I teach. You know, we can't go backwards, but what we can do is learn from our past. We live in the now, and we we create a better future. And and this is what 
You know, this is where you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and hit again. And you've been through court battles. You've been through losing custody. You've been through basically being trashed. One parent trashes the other parent. You've been through all that. You've had some hardship in life, but it hasn't kept you down. You continue to pick yourself up. And let me ask you, what are you hopeful moving forward since you've been out of class and you're starting with Carabetic? You've reconnected with your daughter. I mean, what are you hopeful for? Honestly, I'm... I'm hopeful for just really rebuilding not just their relationship with her, but my other daughters as well. Uh, Like you just said, I mean, I've I've been through not a great divorce. I've been through children being pitted against another parent, and and I didn't buy into that. And so all they ever heard was negative, which was unfortunate. But I'm going to overcome that, and I'm going to rebuild my relationship with my children. Uh, And I'm going to focus on what's ahead of me, and I'm going to – be a very successful individual with what I've chosen to do with my life. And I'm going to inspire people straight up. That's, that's, that's right. what and, it's all about. And he's a big guy. Uh, got a Gordon Ramsby kind of little look to him. He's got a big smile and brother, I'm just want you to know I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm honored to call you brother. Uh, and, uh, we're going to do great things together. You know, I'm going to walk with you. So, uh, please keep in touch. Okay. My friend. Absolutely. Thank you for that. Mr. Black. I appreciate it. Well, all right, buddy. Have a God, uh, God bless you. Have a great day and give my best to the medics, okay? Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks right, for having buddy. me. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, after break, we'll have another guest. Today, we're talking about pushing dents. In other words, making ourselves better. We'll be right back. a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional communication training to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. For years, we've proudly installed quality roofs and gutters for people all across Minnesota. But did you know that in parts of the metro area, we also install windows and siding? Our expert team has been installing windows and siding for years, and we have recently increased our resources to serve you better. We install high-quality, time-tested window brands such as Thermotech and Marvin, and we're a certified installer of LP Smart Side products. We've found that we can better serve you by providing full-service exterior solutions. So if you've been thinking about siding or windows on your home, check out our website, thekingdombuilders.com. Click on Siding or Windows and see if we service your area. Remember, we're not salespeople, just great window and siding installers. You can also give us a call at 612-900-9166. 612-900-9166. 
We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. You know why it matters? Because you matter. You know, when you realize that you matter, you carry yourself different. One thing I learned a long time ago, number one, that people are always judging. So just get used to it. People are watching. Uh, And number two, I learned a long time ago that people treat you how you carry yourself. If you treat yourself like you're a piece of crap, other people will treat you like you're a piece of crap. If you carry yourself and treat yourself like you have value, you have a better chance of other people treating you like you have value. See, what I teach a lot of patterns, I teach basic common sense, I teach psychology, I teach biology, I teach physiology, I teach sociology. Uh, you know, it's all about how all the sciences come together. And it's incredible because I get all people from all walks of life, all background levels, all age groups, uh, and what they realize is we are far more similar than we are different. And so let's go to phone lines. Let's go to phone line number two, and let's welcome Bradley to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? How are you doing, Mr. Black? You know, I'm in the hands of God, brother. I'm in the hands of God. Hey, so we, again, don't know you by your first name. We go by last names in class. So you like Brad? you like Bradley? What do you prefer? I'm good with either. Either one, so I'll call you Brad, if that's okay, because you look like a Brad. You're too old to be Bradley. <laughs> so how how are you doing, man? How's your week going? My week has been going great, actually, man. I've, uh, you know, I feel like I have a whole new outlook on life right now. Isn't that weird? I mean, you spent 48 hours with me, right? And we did some things that on the outside at first you think, this is kind of weird. What does this have to do with leadership, right? Oh yeah, I, I from the outside looking in, I could definitely see where uh, you know, you know, we might might be looking like we're doing some voodoo or something. But uh, yeah, I tell you what, man, it it really seems like it works. I mean, it's it, it a great mindset. Yeah, it works. And you're going along at the beginning part. You know, I tell people it's a, a two and a half day course, really technically forty hours. And I tell them, man, I could get a lot more done. I could do a lot in less than that, but it takes me half the time to get you on board, right? Now you get it, right? See, see, everything happens with a belief system. And I tell people this, now you get it, that everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And when you went in there, you had a much different belief system than when you went out. So when you went in there, what were you thinking? Did you need this? Did you not need this? Was This was stupid. I can't believe I have to do this. I mean, what was your belief system going into my class? Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. I think... Uh... I think I touched on it during graduation, but 
when I went in on Thursday, like my first immediate response was, you know, find an excuse. Like I was like, you know, figure out a reason why this is why I'm not going to be the best or something, you know? And, uh, I, I mean, end of Thursday, I was like, huh, do I really need that? But then by the end of it, I was like, man, I'm so glad I didn't use any excuses. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing I learned a long time ago, Brad, is that, uh, I used to think people are looking for a reason why, you know, and, and but what I found out is they're looking for a reason why not. Uh, and you know, one, one of the guys who went through your class, I'm not going to share any names, but, uh, you know, his wife and he are struggling, uh, and his wife has some issues dating back to childhood. Something terrible happened to her and she's very traumatic and, and she still hasn't gotten over that. Uh, and so his wife and him are struggling in a marriage and one of them's threatened to divorce. And, you know, his, uh, the, the, his wife's mom reached out to me and said, so should I share this, uh, you know, him being on the radio with me? Uh, and I'm like, I don't know. And I asked some questions and all she's looking for reasons why not to go. I mean, mom and dad, her mom and dad went through 14 years ago and she's never went through, you know. And so, you know, she's not looking for a reason why she's looking for a reason why not. Because why? Because hurting people hurt people. She's hurting. Uh, and one thing I realized, I'm going to share what you wrote. You wrote at the end of class, briefly share what your biggest block in your life was before attending. You said ostracizing yourself. You said, I thought I was alone. So I made myself alone. I was afraid to, quote, try because I did not want to fail. Uh, what, talk about that. So you basically pulled back from people because you didn't feel you fit in, and so you basically didn't allow yourself to fit in. Is that fair? Can I explain that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, so I think we kind of touched on it in class some. Is, you know, I grew up like I was an uh, all-state football player, all-American cheerleader, and so, like, I always had that crowd, you know, that, like, always was cheering you on. And then after I left high school, and I went into college for cheer for a little bit, so a little bit there, too. But uh, after I, like, quit athletics, like, I just, you know, I no longer had a crowd always cheering for me. And so then I felt like I didn't have a purpose for what I was doing every day. And so then I just felt less and less valuable or worthy. And so then I was, like, I kind of just ostracized myself and like was like, well, if I'm not worthy, I don't want to bother other people with, you know, my burden. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's how I viewed myself up until then. But, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I was just, I was looking for something. Yeah. And you felt lost, felt like you didn't fit in. You weren't enough. Right. Uh, and, and exactly. then you start yeah. pulling back and you become your own Island. And how, how old are you, Bradley? I'm 23. 23 years old, and look already at, at already pulling back and already shutting down. I mean, and you saw people in that class a lot older than you that were shut down, that were hurt and pain, and you saw that, that if you didn't change course in 10, 20 years, I mean, it, it can get worse and worse. But, but that all changed. You know, matter of fact, you said uh, question number two was how will your experience at Leadership Awakening affect your life? You said, I'm going to embrace failure. I'm going to learn from it, move on. I'm going to open up uh, and, and be active in my life instead of watching it go by. So you, you just you decided it's time to get in the game, to be fully participant, right? Is that is that the impact that Leadership Awakening had on you? Yes, sir. Uh, I, uh, I think one of the biggest revelations I had, too, is uh, I think I kind of gathered that, you know, my vulnerability doesn't have to be a weakness. It could be something that I could – connect with others on and i mean clearly like i said i was feeling alone so 
I think being more open and vulnerable to people would lead to that feeling of connection and that feeling of that I'm in the game, so to say. Yeah. Well, and you meet people where they're at. And what you realized in class was there's a lot of hurting people. I mean, you, I, I'm used to it, but did it blow you away how much pain ha- people have? I mean, what, how did you take that? Were you aware of it beforehand? Uh, so I think like on the, the small scale, like you kind of understand that like, yeah, some people have, you know, the harder lives and they have, you know, the more what people would think of uh, reasons why that they can, you know, feel bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you see people that, you know, they put on the smile. They, they, you know, they genuinely seem like they are having a good day every single day. And you don't, <clears throat> you don't consider how much they're going through. You, you kind of just expect, you know, the person in the corner with the hoodie on, they'll just see the sadness instead of like yep. some people put on the front. Yeah, and it you don't know. It's the weirdest thing. You know, I use the example. I bring it up all the time because people are killing themselves every day. That uh, Wisconsin, a, a morning show host on the TV, 27-year-old, beautiful blonde. She's engaged. Uh, she has her whole career. I mean, she people said when she walks in a room, she lights up a room, and she just killed herself. Uh, you see uh, Maria Osmond's son, I'll never forget it, 18-year-old son killed himself. And I was reading about Mandy. It's the most positive person that you ever want to meet. Boy, he walks in a room and everybody feels better. Boy, you're having a bad day. You go to him, he makes you feel better. And again, these are people who killed themselves, who the pain was so great. You got Kate Spade, who, I mean, her bags and her things sold for two, three, four hundred dollars where she's got a famous name. She's beautiful. She's a, billion, a millionaire. She, all that, And she hung herself on a doorknob. So she had to lay down wrapped a, 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 a rope around her neck and laid down to choke herself slowly to death. You realize how much pain you have to be in to do that? And that doesn't make you vulnerable. It makes you real. You saw that in class, Brad. I led with my pain. I shared my brokenness. I shared my pain. You heard that, correct? Oh, absolutely. And I think that's why my uh, the person that sent me in, my uh, partner here at CarMedic, uh, you know, he told me, he said, prepare yourself. You know, it's not necessarily for everyone. But, you know, if you go in and you have an open mind, then you'll get more out of it that way. And yeah. I I didn't understand because Thursday, like, going into it, like, everything you were saying, I was like, man, like, I ought to, like, I was looking around, like, man, do I already respect this guy? Like, he's, the things he was saying, like, I was agreeing with automatically. It's yeah. just, I might not necessarily yeah. shown him. But, uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I was on board from the get-go. Like, Yeah, but your body it was hard to trust, and that's a big thing. You saw that with a couple of your, your classmates, too. The, the difficulty to trust because we've been violated, we've been hurt, we've been abandoned. And the problem is when you can't trust, you can't commit. That's why you heard over and over people say trust the process. Now you get it because when you really started trusting the process, Brad, that's when you committed to it. And there's a big shift. And you, I got to tell you, right, so everybody can hear, I was so proud of you. You were one of those people who continued to rise up. You're this big young man who who basically was hiding, was afraid. And, like, you're too big. You're too bold. God's created you for great plans. And, man, I'm just excited for you because you're not living that pain anymore. You're not living that fear. You're not living outside of that open-hearted, open-minded. Uh, and you've had a great week, and you're going to have a great life. And, uh, listen, I, we're getting ready to go heartbreak. Uh, before I let you go, is there anything you want to say to our listening audience? Anything you want to say to me? Uh, this is your last chance. Well, I tell you what, man. I just want to say thank you. Uh, 
I just really appreciate everything that you pushed me to be. Like, because I could just, it's so easy to let somebody just, you know, coast along, but you weren't, you weren't going to settle for that. You were going to make me be the best version of me, and I just hope that I can pass that on to every person I meet. Well, uh, it's an honor. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. I believe in you, and now you believe in yourself. And so let's stay in contact, okay, my friend? Yes, sir. All right, Brad. God bless you. Have a great day, and give my best to the medics, okay? Yes, sir. You too. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there ain't nothing to it but to do it. Go to likeitmatters.net. Work on yourself. You deserve it. You're better than that. I'm Black. After these three-minute commercials, we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. 
Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. In the book by Dr. Caroline Leaf, who switched off my brain, she makes this statement. Research shows that around 87% of illnesses can be attributed to our thought life and approximately 13% to diet, genetics, and environment. Studies conclusively link more chronic diseases, known as lifestyle diseases, to an epidemic of toxic proportions in our culture. These toxic emotions can cause migraines, hypertension, strokes, cancer, skin problems, diabetes, infections, allergies, just to name a few. Despite all the marvels of modern high-tech medicine and decades of innovative research, these illnesses are increasing worldwide. Epigenetics. We're a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to be under construction. We're broken. We got broken people. We got hurting people hurting people. HR 101 says two things. Number one, hurting people hurt people. You can ban all the guns you want, ban knives, ban cars, ban sidewalks, ban visine, ban uh, radiator fluid, uh, ban pencils. uh, These are all ways that people kill each other. Or you can deal with the human heart. Hurting people hurt people. And the second HR 101 you got to know is any behavior reinforced with a positive outcome will repeat itself. You got to be aware of what behaviors you're reinforcing with a positive outcome. Remember, the average person has over 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Through an uncontrolled thought life, we create the conditions for illness. We make ourselves sick. And we're being promoted that way. Think about the whole privilege movement a pound of flesh. You keep record of wrong. We have to keep a record of every wrong that's ever done to us. We are offended by everything. The spirit of offense is running our lives, it's running our country, it's running our relationships. It's the bait of Satan. The Tenth Commandment says, Thou shalt not covet. Shall not covet thy brother's wife, house, oxen, lifestyle, social standing, skin color, lot in life. And we hold on to every perceivable wrong, injustice, unfairness, and we log them. We document them. We keep them in front of our eyelids. I have been wronged. And like it's not enough for all the people that wronged us in our life, then we need to go back 100 years and 200 years and 300 years and then go back to people who might look like us and people who might be attached to people who might look like us, who might have been around when our great, 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 great grandparents were around. Oh, my gosh. We've all been wronged. We've all been victimized to a degree. But be careful what you attach to your identity. And we need to let go. There are intellectual and medical reasons to forgive. Toxic waste generated by toxic thoughts causes illness, diabetes, cancer, asthma. Do you know acid? Acid is the foundation for cancer. And our thoughts will dry our bones. Our thoughts make us bitter. We have to have this bile in our bodies. We get angry and resentful and regretful. And we get our pound of flesh and all of our, we have to take a little purple pill. We get acid indigestion. We get heartburn. We get irritable bowel syndrome. We get all this acid in our bodies. And acid is needed for cancer. Cancer needs an acidic environment to grow. 
And so what are you doing to your body? Inflammation through all the garbage we eat because we don't care about ourselves. We fill the void and we stuff our faces with stuff just to fill a void. And then that stuff, that sugar, that garbage then makes us inflamed. Inflammation is the basis for all disease. When there's inflammation, things go wrong. I was, it's our thoughts. We got fears. We got doubts. We got worries. We live in a yesterday that's already done. We fear tomorrow because we got people who want to get votes from us. And if you can be afraid, if you can be afraid of other people, then you need a rescuer. If you can be a victim, look up the drama triangle. Look up Dr. Stephen Cartman. Ladies and gentlemen, there's power to being positive. There's a great article in johnshopkinsmedicine.org, The Power of Positive Thinking, where it says the mechanism for the connection between health and positivity remains murky. But researchers suspect that people who are more positive may be better protected against the inflammatory damage of stress. Another possibility is that hope and positivity help people make better health and life decisions and focus more on long-term goals. Studies also find that negative emotion can weaken immune response. And in the article, they talk about people with a family history of heart disease who also had a positive outlook were one-third less likely to have a heart attack or other cardiovascular event within 5 to 25 years than those with a more negative outlook. Johns Hopkins expert, her name is uh, Lisa R. Yannick. Her and her colleagues did some studying, and they found that even in people with family history who had the most risk factors for coronary artery disease and positive people from the general population were 13% less likely than their negative counterparts to have a heart attack or other coronary event. Again, another uh, comedian just died at 54 years old, natural causes. 24-year-old athletes dying from natural causes. There's a lot going on. People are dying at a young age of natural causes. Something's not right. We got a lot of stress. We're told if you don't agree with everybody else, you're wrong. I had a young lady in class that you're going to hear from her next week, 27 years old, master's degree. She did it on her own. She codes for artificial intelligence. She writes apps and programs, and she's a consultant to the University of Berkeley. And this woman didn't have the self-confidence of a five-year-old. My seven-year-old son has more self-confidence than she does. She's been put down. She's been verbally abused. She's been, I don't know, physically or not. She hasn't really admitted to it, but we think she was. But here's an incredibly intelligent woman. She's beautiful. She's young. She had no self-confidence. She had no understanding of who she was. She was believing the lie of what some abusive men have told her and done to her. And she felt less than. She felt like she had no value. And you look at her. I look at her and say, who's been lying to you? And ladies and gentlemen, I got to ask you, who's been lying to you? Yeah, we've all had bad stuff happen. We got to learn from that bad stuff. But we got to be careful what we attach to our identity. To take behavior that someone victimized us, someone abused us, someone put us down, someone did something they never should have. But when you attach it to your identity and you become a victim, the problem with that then, it becomes part of how you act up, how you perform, because we are self-fulfilling creatures. And then you stop reaching out. You stop putting yourself out there. You pull your, put yourself in a bubble. You become a recluse. 
You start drinking on your own, smoking a little more pot. You start stuffing that void with food, junk food usually, not good food usually. So you, you put on weight, you, you get ailments. Uh, you start smoking more and drinking more. You're not out in the sun because you're afraid of people. And all of a sudden you start having all these ailments. And you get people in their 20s and 30s that they're medically like 60 or 70. Because all the stress, all the worry, all the fear, all the doubt. Now, in this article by The Power of Positive Thinking, it's incredible. It says, although positive personality is something we're bo- is not something we're born with and not something we can inherently change, Yannick said there are steps you can take to improve your outlook and reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease. And what's interesting, she gives you three things you can do. And it's powerful because in many different ways I teach these things. It's three things. Number one, she says, simply smile more. She said a University of Kansas study found that smiling, even fake smiling, did you hear that? Even fake smiling reduces heart rate and blood pressure during stressful situations. So she says, quote, this is her saying this, so try a few minutes of your YouTube humor therapy when you're stomping your feet, waiting in line, or fuming over a work-family situation. It's difficult not to smile watching a favorite funny video. In other words, she's saying act as if. See, sometimes you got to act as if. You want to be passionate, act as if you are. You want to be committed, act as if you are. You want to be a good leader, act as if you are. You want to be a great parent, act as if you are. Make a choice. Number two, she says, practice reframing. Instead of stressing out at a traffic jam, appreciate the fact that you can afford a car. Get to spend a few extra minutes listening to music or news, accepting that there's absolutely nothing you can do about the traffic. I talk about this over and over. I give you techniques how to reframe. It's not what happens to us that matters, but it's how we explain it to ourselves. It's the frame we put around it that matters. And lastly, she says, build resilience. Uh, In other words, grow some thick skin and soften the heart. She says resiliency is the ability to adapt to stressful and or negative situations and losses. Experts recommend that you build yours. That's what I do in my training. It's stress test. I put some pressure on you. I teach you how to overcome. I teach you how to become comfortable in a stressful environment. That's one of those greatest tools that you could ever have. While everybody else is losing their head and the world's getting confusing and darker, if you can keep your head, if you remove confusion, if you know who you are and you pick yourself up, dust yourself off and hit again, you will do better than most and you will have people that will follow you. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. 
Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.